Hey, you got him with this one, dog. It's so soulful. Let's take him back. Come on. Hey, remember back in the block in the summertime when the sidewalk got so boiling hot that the heat from the street what almost melted your flip-flops. Welcome, 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 all my doodadders, future fathers, potential parents, and everyone tuning in, giving another listen. Thank you for checking me out again, because this is Dad Hard with a podcast. As always, I am the host and the creator of the show, Mo Green, and this is episode two. I want to thank you guys a million times over for sticking with me after episode one and tuning back in and give me another listen. I truly appreciate you all lending me your ears to talk about this amazing diaper-filled journey that we call fatherhood. You know, listen, I know that I dropped episode one on Friday morning, but I got so much love about this whole podcast thing has such great reaction and feedback from everyone, emails and DMs on the Instagram and the whole the calls from friends, etc. Um, I just couldn't wait to break y'all off another piece of that Kit Kat bar. So I'm dropping in episode two sooner than expected. So welcome to episode two. Again, this is Dad Hard with a podcast. Now, I'm talking about giving thanks So what I really want to do is take a second to give every single person that tuned in to episode one a huge major thank you because as it turns out, I was checking this shit today and somehow or another, this podcast is the number 14 ranked podcast or dad oriented podcast on Spreaker, which is dope. It's really fucking cool. I did not like expect that this would happen. I didn't expect that it would speak to so many people. I knew that I wanted something that would speak to me. And that's what I tried to do selfishly as it may sound. But you know, I wanted to try to make something that I would want to listen to and something that I thought would help me if I was in your shoes, I guess, if I was a a, a new dad or or a Potential dad, whatever it may be. I I wanted something I I could make for myself that I thought would be helpful, um, you know, when I was expecting my child. um, And I didn't realize that it would be so helpful and and speak so perfectly to other people. It's been really fantastic. I've got nothing but love for it. And it shows in this ranking. I I just, I can't say enough how much I appreciate it. Uh, Like I mentioned in the last episode, this is my first stab at podcasting. And I guess it went pretty well the first time around. So I just wanted to keep that momentum going. Like I've been on like cloud nine and been so happy about the whole thing. Um, Now I have a second thing to talk about. That's not my daughter. And I can talk about my daughter and the podcast. So I'm sure my wife really loves that, right? Yeah. Uh, But whatever. That's why I get to talk to y'all. You know what I mean? Um, But yes, I just want to thank you guys a million times over for tuning into episode one. It was just really fantastic. And I, and I really appreciate it. I'm so glad that people enjoyed it. Again, I'm so glad that it spoke to people. And um, I'm so glad that you're hopefully tuning back into episode two and it just wasn't a, a one night stand with me. You know what I mean? Um, I've had enough of those in my life. I'm, I'm trying to move on to bigger and bigger things. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, let's go on a second date. 
And maybe there'll be a third. So uh, with that said, um, before we get in, I want to touch on one other thing. Um, there were some things that I said in the last episode that were maybe taken out of context um, or not necessarily taken out of context, but maybe I didn't explain my position on it as well as I should have. And maybe the comments that I made came off a little bit negative. So I just wanted to apologize when, you know, I said in last episode that breastfeeding and pregnancy were a son of a bitch and a motherfucker. And um, I want to take a couple steps back and I want to say I understand that both of those are fucking beautiful things. You know, without either or both of them, I would not have my beautiful daughter. Uh, Pregnancy and the gift of life is truly that. It is a gift. And I understand how incredible it is. I love my wife more and more every single day because I watched her for 40 weeks and two days go through it. And when I say go through it, I mean she went through it because it was fucking hell for her. That was my experience. I told you, I can only speak to my experiences and I'm voicing my experience and hopefully other people that go through the same thing and watch their wives have such a hard time being pregnant and they're furthermore breastfeeding, hopefully this this helps you. Listen, if, if breastfeeding and pregnancy for you, ladies that are listening, men that are listening, watching their significant other have a fantastic, easy, perfect time with pregnancy, I'll give you a round of applause because it's truly a difficult thing. And and if yours is not that difficult, then you know what? That's awesome. And I hope that you email me or DM me on Instagram. Uh, You can hit me on Twitter. Like I said, I still don't really know how to use it, but you can do it and maybe I'll see it and maybe I'll respond. But like email me and, and I'd love to like have a conversation with you and find out what you did and how you got through it so easily or what you did to make it so fantastic for you and what your experience was. I'd love to hear it. That just wasn't my experience. It wasn't my wife's experience. And the same thing with breastfeeding. Listen, I sat here every single day for almost four weeks. It was really like every single day for two weeks, like every hour on an hour almost. And watch my wife cry because this breastfeeding thing just wasn't going as Everybody says that it should, you know, when you go to these breastfeeding classes and these pre-pregnancy classes, um, it just seems like it's natural. It's a natural thing. Pregnancy, just natural. Yeah. All those pains that you're having, you're gaining weight. Oh, it's just, it's normal. It's regular. But what the fuck? It's not regular to you. It definitely wasn't regular to her. And it's not regular to me. So like you can say it's, the doctors will tell you that it's normal, but like, what does that mean? What is normal for, for you? You know what I mean? Like, just because it's that's su- what's supposed to happen, it doesn't mean it, like that's normal for you as a person. And it wasn't for us. Um, and with the breastfeeding thing, like, it was really, really, really difficult. It wasn't natural. There were things that, that happened that made it even more difficult than regular, I guess, regular people that have regular difficulties, whatever the hell that means. But, you know, and that seems to be more normal than this natural thing that that these doctors and these classes kind of books like lead you to believe. And 
you know, I, obviously I saw what happened to my wife and I've spoken ever since to a lot of like friends and friends' wives and stuff like that. Um, and they've, every single one of them, every single one has had a major issue with breastfeeding. And I've spoken to them about this. And listen, I'm, I'm not going to get too much into this because my whole next week episode, the interview that I'm having, it kind of really dives deep into this conversation. But, you know, I, I spoke to them about it and every single one of them, had such problems and they're so like mad and they felt so inadequate because nobody talks about how hard it is. And so when it's hard for you, you think you're doing something wrong. So anyway, like I said, I won't get too much into it. We're going to talk about it in deep dive next week, but um, I just wanted to address that. I didn't mean any harm by it. I didn't mean it like it was a negative thing. So I just wanted to clear the air. If I offended you, I really apologize, uh, but like I said, if you had an easy time or if you have tactics that you use to make it easier and work better for you, please shoot me an email, dadhardpod at gmail.com, and let me know what you did. I'd love to have a conversation about your experience. Maybe I'll get you on the show. We could, you know, if you're, a, if you're a pregnancy and breastfeeding guru, please, I'm sure all the men and all the women that are listening would love to hear your side of this tale and, you know, help them to prepare for the real beauty or the even more beauty that could come with it. So, like I said, I apologize if I offended anybody. I just was speaking from experience. So, that that's all that is. I'm going to drop that right there. And now we can keep this thing rolling. Uh, and we can get all back to happy times, sunshine, and rainbows on this side of the coin. And keep it rolling with episode two. You know, um... So with that said, as I mentioned in episode one, this episode is probably also going to be a kind of solo dolo act. Um, I'll try to keep it short. Um, hopefully y'all like that sound of my voice. I know it annoys the hell out of my wife. So I'm going to do everything I can to kind of condense it and keep it to a two pump Charlie with this one. So with no further ado, I won't even hit a musical break. I'm just going to drop right into some week seven story time, let y'all know what's been going on, talk about the experiences a little bit, and, uh, you know, hopefully it'll prepare you and and you'll enjoy what you hear. So, um, as I mentioned last week, week six, it seems like kind of week five, week six is the first week that babies hit what people, I guess, call their first leap. Um, And from my understanding, from reading about it, um, they start to kind of recognize things and start evolving from being these peeing, pooping, sleeping, crying balls of mush um, that you get so accustomed to in the first month of their life. Um, and like I said last episode, I know my, noticed that my daughter really took a noticeable leap in week six. Like that's when it really evolved and it really happened, especially with her reactions to things. Um, like I, if you didn't listen last week, week one through five she was like uh, uh, and then week six she's like making sounds and kicking her legs and laughing smiling etc and it was just super clear that she was starting to understand things for lack of a better term this week though this week she has like taken another leap and this one is like mentally physically reactionarily like it's just all gone to a next level it's like you know in the matrix when like he first like takes the pill and he like gets a little bit and then he just opens it up and the whole thing just turns into like green numbers and digits and shit like that like 
you could kind of like see that that's what was happening to her. Um, you know, a little tidbit, uh, I'm recording this Monday evening. I was actually at my in-law's house today, uh, meeting, uh, my wife's mom's cousin was in town for the first time, uh, to meet the baby. And we hadn't been over there in a couple weeks, even though they live across the street. Um, and we hadn't been over there maybe a week, week and a half, something like that. And really since, my daughter went through this first leap and we went over there and it was crazy because she was like, she felt so out of place because she had no idea where she was because now everything looked different. She saw things. You could see that she was like seeing things. She's sitting on my lap on a couch and she's looking like, and she, you can see she's looking at like this, this fan, like a the standing fan that my, my father-in-law has. It has these blue, like uh, blue blades in it. And the way that like the light from the kitchen was reflecting on the blaze, like was catching her eye. And she was just like staring at it. And, and she, it was crazy. Her eyes were kind of darting all over the room and she just like didn't understand where she was. She was crying a lot and she's always so happy when she goes over there and gets to see her grandmother, um, you know, my wife's mom. And, and this time it was, she just, you could tell that she was uncomfortable being there. Uh, and it was a really interesting experience. Um, I didn't mean to take it in a negative place, but, but I, that just happened today. And it, it kind of got to me as I was talking to you guys right now. Um, but what really, of all these leaps, what really is, is the coolest is the physical leap. And I think that it's really, really, really nuts because not only does she like, but she now demands that instead of like putting her in a bassinet or in like her pack and play or in this little swing thing that we have with a mobile, she wants to sit with us. She wants to sit on one of our laps, sit upright like that straight up like her posture is like military style it's crazy she wants to sit up back like against our chest or belly whatever facing outward so she can see the world she like wants to see the world and it's really cool uh and so i looked into this a little bit i read one at least one of the 450 baby books that cover every table and countertop space in our entire brooklyn apartment um and they say that babies do like to do this because their eyesight is expanding and they can see more, they can see further and they want to take that all in. Uh, it's like, a, like I said, it's like the matrix shit. It's really crazy because you can see it happening with them. You can see them focusing on different things and their focus darting. It's really, really cool. Um, and, uh, you know, now what she wants to do is she really likes to like look at the world. You know, specifically when we're on the couch, she likes to look at the TV. I try to hold her in my arms, like, oh, and rock her. She starts screaming, screaming. And I set her up right and she wants to, all she wants to do is look at the, the pictures on the TV. You know, I, fuck, man. I guess daddy's neck beard and nose hair just isn't cutting it for her anymore. And, you know, that was sad. But personally, it's really cool. It is really cool because now, well, my wife and I have some downtime to catch up on the last seven weeks of TV. We can just sit little Aurora, that's my daughter's name, by the way, on, on our lap, face her outwards, and she can just like watch right along with us. Of course, while we are doing this, I dare not move a single muscle because even if I move the slightest shift to take a little sip of that desperately needed sip of water. Just a little trickle. All I need is a little trickle. Uh, boom. I find myself in the middle of the 
these fucking national crime championships. And I swear to God, once again, my daughter is Brock Lesnar trying to go for that goddamn title belt uh, because she just goes crazy. She doesn't want to move at all. She wants to so boom, prop, prop her back up, sit her right there. And it's like nothing ever happened. She's cool. She's laughing. She's kicking. She, but she's not even really like doing all that moving. She's focused. It's like she understands what's going on in the TV, but she doesn't understand a goddamn thing. She don't even understand what I say to her. Like, it's crazy, but she just wants to watch it. And the best thing about it all, the best thing about it all is that she doesn't have any idea what she's looking at. She doesn't have any preference. So it's always daddy's choice. So strap in, baby girl, because Chappelle Netflix special, here we come. And uh, honestly, though, it's been really cool because it's like a it's like a real bonding thing. We're not separated anymore. You know what I mean? Um, and it's not like a coddling thing. It's like we're hanging out. It's it's fucking awesome. Um, and it, it's pretty ridiculous that my seven week old can also sit up straight. Like that's fucking crazy. She she's seven weeks old and she sits up and watches TV. Um, low key though, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm convinced she's a genius. I just am. You know what I mean? I, I've never seen a seven-week-old seven do that before. And she's doing it. So, you know what? I'm, I'm sticking to my guns on that one. She's a goddamn genius. Um, in addition to the, the, the physical sitting upright, um, I've seen a big mental growth in her as well. And, you know, while her reactions and stuff continue to, to grow more prominent, it, she's clearly starting to understand the concept. She's just starting to understand concepts. The one concept that she's really starting to fucking understand is comedy. Swear to God. I, I kid you not. She understands comedy. She understands it. And I say that because she dead ass plays pranks on me and my wife. Dead ass. Dead ass pranks. You don't believe me? Let me go into it. This little nugget is seven weeks old. And here's what she does. We will, I'll just be sitting with her on the couch, feeding her a bottle. You know, we have a great time. You know, we're doing all this cool stuff. I'm pace feeding her. So like, you know, 15 seconds and then take it out for five seconds. 15 seconds and then take it out for five seconds. I pick her up, burp her and <laughs> she poops. All right, cool. She poops. It's normal. It's great. Cool. I'm like, all right, baby, poop. Yeah, so good. She's smiling. She knows what she did. It's like a cool time. It's like bonding. I get to go take her into a room, put her on a changing table. I'm like talking to her. She's like moving her little arms and legs. It's being all cute and shit. I sing a little song about how she smells like poop. She loves it. I swear to God, she doesn't know what I'm talking about. It's great. And uh, like I wipe her up, clean her. Take away the dirty diaper, move it off to the side, turn around and go get the clean diaper and <laughs> green spray shit fucking everywhere. Every goddamn place, all over the fucking changing table, all over her room, all over the clean diapers, all over the wipes, over A&D ointment, all over my water if I have it in there. I don't know why I have water on her pacifier. Who the fuck? Everywhere. On a carpet. Everywhere. This shit is everywhere. And I look at her like, yo, I just cleaned you. And she's sitting there fucking laughing at me. Laughing. Dead ass laughing. Kicking her legs. Like it's the funniest fucking joke in the world. I'm telling you, she understands comedy. She thinks it's fucking funny. 
It's like, and she does it every time. So, like, who's the asshole here, right? I guess I'm the asshole here, right? Because I, I can't get, get hip to the joke. Every time. Every time. She just small poop, wipe it up, massive shit everywhere. Now, how many times I've had to get on my hand and, hands and knees and clean this girl's rug in her bedroom? You know how many times I've had to go and take her the, the cover on her changing table to the laundromat the same day I brought it back from the laundromat? It's, do you know how many diapers I go through? I go through three diapers every time I got to change this girl. It, and she just laughs. Like, it's the funniest fucking joke in the world. And you know what? It is. Because when she laughs, I laugh. It's a beautiful thing. I don't care if she's covered in shit. That's her fault. She's covered in the shit. Shit is on me a little bit, but I can wash my hands. She has to go sit there in it if I don't have to clean her. So who's a joke really on, baby? It's still on me because I'm still covered in shit. And I got to clean her up anyway. You know what I mean? I don't want her being a smelly kid walking in the, in the street smelling a stroll up and stuff. But and it's really it, like she gets it. It's And it's like... It just blows my mind every time that she does it. I look at my wife. I'm like, yo, she really knows exactly what she's doing. She knows she's playing tricks on us. Now, the other thing that she does, she has another trick. She has a really, really, really another other trick. And it's, this is mean. It's really, I think this one is really, really mean. Because she takes advantage of us being first-time and concerned parents. She does. She really does. I really think she does. Here's what she does. We'll just feed her. It'll be time to put her down. She goes in the bassinet. We have this thing called the snoo. And it's like a uh, computerized bassinet. You put her in. You turn it on. It kind of rocks her back and forth to sleep. And she's out like a light in about four or five seconds. It's great. She sleeps through the night. Most of the time, four or five, six hours, something like that. It's fantastic uh, for us, you know. Um, but when you put her in the first time, she what she does is... She'll, she'll relax for a few minutes. You know, me and my wife be like, cool. Now we get to do something that we never do before. We get to do something for ourselves. We get to finally, finally have some downside, downtime and do stuff for ourselves. Like clean her bottles, do her laundry, clean up the house, clean up her toys, fold all her clothes. We can't put it away because she's sleeping. Can't make too much noise. And then if we're really lucky, if we're really lucky, we get to sit down and have a true delicacy to eat for the first time probably all day. Get to sit down and have a couple of Triscuits. Some Triscuits and some hummus. I told you last episode, I'm Jewish. Love me some hummus. Some jalapeno hummus, mm-mm-mm. That is delicious. Anyway, back to the story. We get to sit down and we get to have a little snack. And it's like so cool. We just, me and my wife, we get to have some alone time. Finally, you know, the baby's asleep, nothing to worry about. We go, we cheers our little Trisket crackers. We both about to dip it in the hummus and wah, We both look at each other. All right, I'll go. I get up, I'll go. She's crying. She's in the, in the thing. The, the snoo is shaking back and forth, crazy, about to give her a seizure and shit. And I go in there and I'm looking what's wrong. She's looking straight up, smiling at me. And she turns her head to the right side. And it's just because her pacifier is about an inch and a half too far away from her face. Why? Because she spit it out. I said, all right, cool. Okay, I got the whole thing. Don't worry. I'll give you a little passy. Oh, it's passy. That's too much. She says it. She's smiling. She turns around. She goes right back to sleep. 
I walk out the room, keep the door cracked open a little bit. I got to hear it. I got to make sure I'm a concerned parent. Got to make sure that she's okay. So I go back right as I'm about to sit down. I'm already up. So I'm like, don't worry. I'll go back. I'll I'll see what's going on. I'm rushing in there. You know, again, I'm concerned. She's coughing, sneezing, everything, every sound. I'm like turning over. I'm I'm concerned about her. I want to make sure everything's okay. So I run back into the room and she's looking up and she turns her head to the left. And it's her passy right there, centimeter away from her mouth. She's just like trying to get it. I'm, uh, uh, she just can't reach it. I'm like, this motherfucker. I take the pacifier, I put it back in her mouth. I turn to go walk. I get two steps out the door. What? I turn around. She's looking at me. She turns to the right side, looks at the pacifier to give it to her. I'm like, this, this little, this, I'm not going to call her the name, but you know what I'm thinking. This little Girl here, she does. She's playing fucking tricks on me. I, it's a, she doesn't. She just plays these tricks. And she laughs about it. I'll put the pass to you when I finally get hip to it. That she, nothing's wrong. She just wants to pass by about the fifth, sixth time and I do it. She's laughing. She doesn't even want to pass by. She spits it out of my face. I put it back in when I finally realize I stand there and look at her. And she spits it out and she starts laughing. She just laughs at me. All the time laughing. I swear to God, I spent half my life feeding and, and putting this girl to sleep. The other half, she's laughing at me because I'm doing it. It's crazy. But you know what? It's fucking beautiful. It's really beautiful because you're seeing her evolve. And most importantly, you're seeing her learn from a fucking genius like Dave Chappelle because she understands comedy and it's all because I sat her on my lap, watched the TV, we watched Chappelle's special together and she learned. She understood. I can't wait to see what she's going to learn next week. It's, it's fucking crazy. And ladies and gentlemen, that is why this episode is entitled Shits and Giggles because that's what she does. She shits and then she giggles. Um, and it's been a beautiful thing. It's week seven. Love her more than week six, which I loved her more than week five, which I loved her more than week four, even more than week three, even more than week two, week one, day five, day three, day two, day one. She is the best, and I wouldn't trade it for the world. I am super excited to see what she has in store for me for week eight. Um, And with that said... That's all for me this week. I hope you enjoyed my little story time session, uh, trying a little something new this time. Um, and I hope you dug it. Next week, next week, not only will I be talking even more briefly about her week eight developments, but I will have my first guest on the show. It's a guy that I've known for a very long time, very close friend of mine. Um, and we kind of went through this pregnancy thing sort of at the same time. His son was born in January and mine was in, in July, my daughter in July. So we, we crossed paths a little bit um, and it's really brought us closer as friends, I think. So I'm very excited to talk to him about the show. Uh, he's a fucking hilarious dude and uh, hopefully he'll entertain y'all just as much as you're maybe entertained by me. Um, so stay tuned next week. This This episode... Tune in, check it out, listen, share it. Hopefully by the time this goes live, we will be up and running on iTunes. I am just waiting for approval from them. But for now, you can catch me on Spreaker. You can catch me on 
Spotify. You can catch me on CastBox. Um, by the end of the week, I'll be up on TuneIn. I'll be up on uh, Stitcher uh, and a couple of other places. So I'll keep you guys posted on that. Again, if you have any comments or questions or suggestions for the pod, you want to talk on a pod, share your experiences, or just connect on some dad brotherhood level, please send me an email, dadhardpod at gmail.com. As always, check out the Instagram. Uh, I will be, I posted earlier a funny little thing for all you dads out there. You know, you know what the, what the image was that I dropped on the Instagram, but I'll also be posting a little kind of picture about that, 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 uh, uh, describes the pod a little bit. Like I said, a little kind of like album art for the episode. So check that out. Twitter, Instagram, dad, hard pod. Um, and, uh, hopefully you enjoyed episode two as much as episode one. I can't wait to hear the feedback and I'll holla at y'all next week. That's all for me. Peace. Remember back in the days before you got blazed and lost in the haze. Remember back in the times when being just a kid was fun. Right, right. Remember back in the days before you had brains or cared about your waves. Remember back in the times when being just a kid was fun. Right, right. Ha. Remember the sandbox, little league ball, felt like the sandlot. I was the bambino, the salt and the swap. And Doc was more like Benny the Jet. No handy but yet. Pops tell us to drink up.